what's up? What's going on? Y'all already know when the high go. It's another edition of Cuts Podcast. You know what the cuts stand for? Culture, urban, technology, and sports, right? Now, I ain't gonna lie to you folks. I got this brother here, man. He's definitely on the spiritual tip, mi- mixing it up just with the hip-hop culture. He does he does things in education. He has a dope podcast. I got another podcast host. <laughs> he has a dope podcast called Know Thy Shelf. Yes, I said it, folks. Know Thy Shelf. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he's, got, he's definitely going to uh, let us know about it and talk about it. I got my man Walter in the building. Walter, what's good, brother? Oh, peace to the God. Shout Yo. out. I'm yes. super humbled and grateful. Thank you for having me. Family. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Definitely, man. Listen, man. Mm-hmm. Like, off the rip, I mean, you. we have talked um here and there on social media and then you know we definitely exchange numbers and then really to set this up you know definitely it's definitely a a heavy cross-branding thing that's gonna happen i'm definitely gonna come on your show and you know just off the rip man just i definitely from reading your bio definitely love what you're about you know i'm saying you're definitely on that positive impact uh spiritually and as well as you just definitely want to educate and speak to those about knowing about their shelf you know what i'm saying so definitely Take, talk to my creators about your podcast, like definitely what it's about, what's the aim with your podcast, as well as what do you feel is going to be the outcome with your podcast? Mm, yeah, definitely. Again, thank you for having me. I'm, I'm grateful. Um, wow. I, I, it was a couple years back, literally in my bed, and I just was in a state of reflection in my life. Mm-hmm. And And as is the process of knowing yourself. And I just thought to myself, you know what? Um, A lot of what I do um, in ministry and the work that I do in the theological realm, uh, a lot of what we do is, um, you know, ask people to bring uh, an object, a symbol that holds significance into your life as a a form of breaking the ice. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It's, It's done a lot within retreats and, you know, it's a great icebreaker. And, you know, from there, I was just like, why can I, you know, let me bring the gifts and talents that I know that I have, um, and, and evolve it into something, you know, that speaks to, uh, my artistic expression, um, and so many things, but originally stepping back a little bit, um, right. this is just an evolution of 73 to infinity. Right. And 73 to infinity was basically came out of the work that I was doing, um, where I was looking at the intersectionality between hip hop and spirituality. Okay. So I was going all over the planet, interviewing people, asking this question, whether you are hip hop chef, a hip hop teacher, a hip hop sociologists just right. what where what's that trigger point so they it was a webinar series um and then you know as is knowing thyself you evolve you change you matured and i really wanted to expand that conversation to include people from all walks of life right so not just tap into the hip-hop but really know that shelf is is an opportunity for us to learn more about ourselves i really love um, shows that allow people to share their stories right and that has a spiritual com- uh, component to it it's part of the oral tradition right um and i think it, uh as someone who's now almost pushing 40 right right uh, i feel like i'm in a position in my life where i can kind of look back and provide a little gems uh, more specifically for our youth and young adults because you know we need these spaces of vulnerability of information and what better way to do that is by you know showing what comes out of your shelf yeah nah definitely man i mean just off the rip man 
I'm just so happy that you touched on that because that's pretty much been my mantra as of late with my mm-hmm. brand and everything like that. Like, mm-hmm. and I try to tell people with this podcast, you know what I'm saying? With Cuts Podcast and always tell my creatives that, you know, with, you know, that's our aim. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Our aims are really emp- empower and really like in- inspire, you know, the youth creatives that come into this. You know what I'm saying? I'm definitely glad you touched on that. Like last year, everybody talked about the real. You know what I'm saying? Everybody mm-hmm. had a chance to talk about the real. You know what I'm saying? You did it on live. You did it on Facebook. You did it on freaking every platform. Everybody was speaking the real. Oh, the streets, the real, the this, the that. Everybody was speaking the fucking real. But nobody was really touching on about how to be inspiring per se mm, you know what i'm yeah, saying or yeah. how can you really bring that back to your music i'm definitely glad you touched on that let's go let's get with your backtrack like how did you even come about even coming into this like spirituality realm slash um i don't want to mess up the terminology for <laughs> what you do can you just repeat it one more time uh my research and, and yeah work? the research yes of the oh. of, of what you do Oh, wow, man. Uh, I guess, you know, um, a lot of my graduate and postgraduate work. uh, uh, So my background is the the best way to sum me up of what my uh, my niche is, is I'm a sociotheologian. Okay, sociotheologian. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I combine theology and sociology. So Mm -hmm. I looked uh, a lot of my work looked at um, how uh, hip hop basically uh, resembles uh, social st- spiritual movements uh, from our past. Okay. One of the most uh, recent social spiritual movements, and let me define what I mean by social spiritual movement, right? right. There's certain moments, I believe, um, that occurs in, in the history of our world where we experience what I call like a, a, a spiritual uh, implosion. Right. And when you look at different kind of spiritual leaders like a Jesus, uh, Gandhi, even though Gandhi has a lot of controversy now uh, because he was uh, a little bit anti-Black, but eventually he changes, you know, his mindset. But, you know, any spiritual leader, um, you know, they sparked a movement. It wasn't an individual thing. It was a social thing. Um, But for me, I I look at more so the most recent movements and try not to... um, only identify it with one religion. Right. Because as a millennial, and shout out to my post-millennials, I don't like to frame God into dogma and religion. Okay. And I really feel that we're living in a very interesting moment. And hip-hop is really probably... I I always introduce, anytime I'm doing a workshop, I'm actually doing one uh, this Saturday, um, a, a global hip-hop conference sponsored by asa uh college out of brooklyn Uh, yeah definitely um and 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 i really so a lot of my work without blabbing into it because i don't want to bore people to death on the academia side no it's never about that man don't ever do that to yourself man you're you're speaking your truth and and also too you're also you know um displaying information that could be helpful for somebody. You know what I'm saying? You never know who you're going to help out in this, in this era, in this lifetime. So definitely don't ever hold back. You know what I'm saying? That's what this podcast is for. So definitely continue. And I think at the end of the day, you really touched on it, right? Like even what we're doing as podcasters, right? Mm -hmm. The experience is mutual transformation. It is a dialogue. It's not a monologue. Right. And in that process, 
um, not to sound selfish, but I found a lot of therapy in doing podcasts. Okay. I've learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot about other people, particularly with Know Thy Shelf, right? But even getting into this conversation about what's your purpose in this life? Right. You know, what brings passion into your life? Right. And the common denominator for us as people from the diaspora, mm-hmm. both African and hip hop, which is both mutually inclusive because it all comes from the motherland. Right. We have a common denominator that brings us all together. And this is one of those things, much like uh, the civil rights movement, Correct. the last piece where it didn't matter what color you are. It didn't matter what religion you are. It didn't matter your ethnicity. It was. It is one of the last few moments in history where we're all binding together finally, you know, looking right. past beyond dogma. And, and religion, ethnicity, we are working in unison together. So I was really just documenting mm-hmm. people from the hip hop diaspora, who basically were utilizing hip hop as a, a, a healing for, for spiritual evolution. Right. Um, I did it on a sociological level and looking at different movements and organizations such as um, legendary ciphers yeah right that happens right. downtown uh rest in peace to my brother majesty and shout out to everybody doing their thing there in the pyramid um they don't meet there no more everything's going virtual but i was also looking at um my sister la terre who uh, every year at hostos uh community college right. she hosts uh mom uh, uh Mama's Hip Hop Kitchen, which is an all-woman hip-hop showcase, singers, B-girls, etc., and, and asking them this question, how has hip-hop provided purpose into your life? Is it spiritual? Uh, and looking at individuals, right? I was looking at someone like a Tony Blackman, who was the first hip-hop diplomat to use hip-hop as a form of conflict resolutions to over 40 countries, right? Right. I, I, I was comparing and analyzing uh, shamans from different religions to a Tony Blackman to see how aligned their spiritual disciplines were. Right. You know, these were people who were eating right, who were using the art of of hip hop to convey uh, a message. You know, no different than a pastor or a reverend, etc. My brother, I went even as deep as <laughs> I uh, and this this got discontinued. And rest in peace, Fred the Godson, yo, because right. he helped um, with a little Instead bit of this. Of Fred the Godson, yeah, right. yo, um, he, Fred we, the Godson, yeah, for real. Um, he uh, BX in the building, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we uh, he he along with a lot of other MCs. What I was also doing was because this is an intersectionality of a lot of things, right? Right. Um, sociology is is a broad social science, and there's a lot of th- sub social sciences that go under that like uh, psychological sociology mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying um so looking at things from a very broader perspective correct um but i went as far as even um measuring mc's beta and alpha waves mm. when they were freestyling Ooh. because in the theological worlds we call that glossalia or speaking in tongues. That's actually okay. uh, another way uh, people would say that they were able to connect and have a spiritual connection with the divine when they're speaking in tongues. They feel like they're in a trance. So right. I wanted to see if that was something similarly that was happening to an MC when he was freestyling, when he or she, are they exhibiting the same sort of beta and alpha waves that are happening in EEG scans? I had them sticking on their brain 
right? Are they experiencing similar nirvanic sort of state of uh, trances like a Buddhist monk would mm-hmm. when he or she is in a trance? Right. Groundbreaking. So right. my point is, it's like at the end of the day, I was using my sociological lens, my theological background, and also being from the culture. Like KRS said, you can't just observe hip hop. You got to hop up and do it. I'm from the hood. I grew up in the hood and hip hop is from the hood. Right. So I seen it. I done, I done everything except DJ, you understand? And I right. love the DJ. Right. Um, but I seen these elements um, really as as probably one of the best forms of community organizing and spiritual uh, revolution uh, as to when hip hoppers and MCs and artists and people from that diaspora come together. Right. That's a movement. And that's spiritually inspired. All right. That's what's up, man. Let's really go into it. What's your take on the ageism that's been happening as of late within hip hop. I want to say within probably like the last 10 to 15 years or so. Like, do you feel that the elder statesmen, you know, are slowly declining in their approach, in their approach as far as with the youth? Or do you feel the youth just don't give a damn about what the older statesmen have set the paths or waves for what they have now within the culture? Like, take us into that, man. Yeah, that's an interesting, that's a great question, because I feel it's a little bit of both. Okay. And in what sense? In the sense that young people, in some ways, are expecting to look to our elders, you know, for some sort of inspiration, some sort of advice, some sort of mentoring, because that's the culture that we come from. We respect our elders, and we look for that guidance. Right. But if the elders are not are too busy uh, naysaying and, and belittling the youth, it's 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 very easy to just be like, you know what, then we're just going to do us. And the same with the uh, same way with the elderly person is looking for the energy for um, the 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 new the creativity, the new ways of doing things, but are also very critical because they ha- they hold a lot of wisdom. So there, there needs to be some sort of middle ground, you know. I, that's why I appreciate things like uh, speaking on podcasts, right? Uh, like a drink champs with Nori, right? Uh, someone who's elderly, someone who can kind of speak to that because not only is he elderly uh, of, of an age, right? I mean, he's only in his forties. That's not old, right? Um, but he's also someone that has years in the game, right? So. The young person, if he or she is wise, will be quick to listen and slow to speak. You know right. what I'm saying? But at the same time, we also understand the elderly person, our elderly states uh, person, they already know off rip, this is a young person's game. This right. spiritual thing, too, is a young person. person's game. Jesus right. supposedly was in his 30s when they crucified. The Buddha was a very young person dr king was a very young, young person person right that's why they say the good die young right. so that's why they i really feel we need to have those conversations because you know i mean the games changed right you know because of the pandemic because everything's right. digitized the sound changed a lot you know what i'm saying but I, you know as i've gotten older shout out to my brother steve and his 2020 collections 
um, that's my brother, right? Someone mm-hmm. who's worked a lot with Run DMC, has a lot of history, right? right. He's 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 my, uh, you know, someone always got to have somebody really tapped into the streets. You understand? Mm-hmm. Because I'm I'm in there, but I'm not in there in there because I of my other life and my professional background. Right. But he's the old, always the one that says, "Yo, stop acting like you old, man. Mm-hmm. Stop like stop hating on these young people." Right. But we're very critical. Right. I think part of the problem is overall is is we're just not having these conversations where we can uh exegete we call in the theological world world or break down what these lyrics are what's the message what are we really trying to say here so it's i don't i don't think i answered that question i i just really feel that there needs to be more dialogue and understanding that um we need each other Mm -hmm. in order to move forward because in order to move forward you got to remember where you came from but don't get stuck right. there. Don't get stuck right. there. Yeah, nah, super facts, man. Yeah, and I appreciate that, man. Like, you know, like at the end of the day, for me, I mean, I, we're around the same AARP, so, you know, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? We're, me, you and I are around the same AARP. But I've always known when it came to this culture, when it came to the hip-hop culture, it's always about a feeling. You know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. the number one thing. And even us as creators, as far as, like, artistic creators, you know what I'm saying? you're not really going to have a hardcore political sense because in the, in the totality of it, or for that matter, theoretically of what you do as an artist or creative, right? Mm-hmm. You're not thinking in a political sense. You're thinking more of, okay, I'm doing this out of the love that came from my heart and what I thought about. You know what I'm saying? So I feel within hip-hop over the years, it just kind of got whacking out of hand because... Yeah. You got too many elder statesmen who feel slighted in a sense about how the youth are doing it. Then the youth are like, well, you know, your way wasn't really popping. You know what I'm saying? Your way wasn't really popping in a sense. So why should I really listen to you per se, despite you do have the wisdom? But then just like as you stated before, if the elder statesman is saying, no, 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 F out of here regardless of if it's hate or not, or it's not, or it's critical or not, at the end of the day, who are you really, um, you know, captivating or gravitating to of your wisdom? And then also too, for me, I felt, because I've I've been in media, hip hop media for quite some time, you know, last like nine years and stuff like that or whatever. But, you know, I'm always good at assessing things due to my mom's background as a psychologist. I always assess, you know, my, my surroundings and everything like that. But I just see it and it's just like, dude, like you could have took the time to like really just gravitate to the ones that you can to. I think the elders have this kind of weird mindset that, oh, nah, if they all not, if they're not listening, if this, if certain people aren't listening, they all just not going to listen. It's like, nah, you can't really go by that. And I'm speaking on it as an educator because of what I do in education. Granted, do majority of my kids behave well no not all of them behave well but i'm not gonna say that all of them are bad you know what i'm saying i gravitate to the ones that i can you know get to you know what i'm saying at the end of the day yeah and and you you hit the nail on the head because there's so much psychology psychology um embedded into that because it's kind of like if we want to look at it in that sense of an elder and, and, and young people you know what i'm saying um i'm a parent you did, right. and like I worked a, a lot with young people for a right. very long time, right. and what doesn't work is ridicule, is judgment. Right, you 
a young person needs that space to vent. And as a parent, you got to take the blows. You got to prepare yourself to hear the, you did what? Like, man, it's part of the growing pains. So mm-hmm. instead of you putting on the judgment hat, knowing that you probably did the same thing, maybe even worse, and you just trying to act like, you know, like let's let's approach it with love and humility, with right. with overstanding, with oh, I get where you're coming from, family. Right. Instead of commenting negatively on a post, why don't you DM and say, yo, my man, can I talk to you real quick? Right. You know, I think that's kind of missing it. We're seeing it more. I mean, I, definitely I always feel um, things of that nature shouldn't be done publicly anyways. There right. needs to be personal reconciliation. But, right. you know, I think there needs to be a, a middle ground where we can do that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because that has psychosocial, logical ramifications, right? Mm-hmm. The, that neglect, that talking back. Well, what do you think he or she's... Anyways, we understand that hip-hop is nothing but uh, social commentary anyways. Right. All we're saying is things that your your mom, your dad, or whoever don't want to hear, you know, the truth hurts. Yeah, right. We really need a, how about having that conversation? Why is he or she saying that? You know? And the more you know, the more you're able to connect with the young people. That's why hip-hop dope, because you can, hip-hop is how we stay forever young because that's mm-hmm. the slang that's the swag and that's how we're able to connect with the young person right right nah hey i mean yo man i mean you know i mean yeah uh, nobody's gonna have the exact exact answer but you know definitely you know we, we definitely gotta keep having these talks yeah. nonetheless man definitely we, we're nearing to the end of the interview and stuff like that um what, what would be your top three advice or motivational quotes for my creators. Mm-hmm. All right, my the quote that I always live by is, uh, "Your mind and your heart are like parachutes; they only work when they're open." Mm. Mm. Or oh, the remixes, "Closed Closed Minds Don't Get Fed," right? Remember right. that one? That's true. That's one. Um, two. Um, you have a purpose in this life, man. Mm-hmm. real talk mm-hmm. like and that purpose um re solidifies or confirms um that you that you, that you're on a mission in this world too right on some et tip right like et came did what et did and the et went back home right eventually we all gotta go, go back home right you know what i'm saying so right. make every second count family mm-hmm. Like I be telling folks, yo, I'm still, I, I suffer from, you know, survivor's guilt. I'm still bugged out that I'm still alive. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because okay. when we were young, looking at 30s was like if you were 80. Right. You know, so I'm super grateful to God. So now I value time. Time mm-hmm. is spiritual. Right. You feel me? So I would just say, like, know that you have a purpose in this life. Mm-hmm. And that you have to complete your mission before you right. leave this earth. And you know what it is. It, it's, it takes time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Finding out what that gift is. But know that you have to finish your mission. Because if you don't, it's going to drive you cuckoo. And mm-hmm. that's the last thing we want is more people falling under suicide and like depression and anger. No, get off your bootstrap, family. We need you in this world. That's true. You hit it right, yo. You hit that shit right on the nose, man. Right on the nose. And I'm definitely glad you talked to my creators about that. Nonetheless, man, yo. 
We also know where to follow you at. Let everybody know where to follow you at, where to follow you, the podcast and everything of that magnitude, man. Yeah, uh, simple. And social media, uh, No Life Shelf TV, Facebook, Instagram. Um, yeah, 73 to Infinity. Definitely check it out. If you need to contact me directly through email, uh, know thy shelf TV at gmail.com website coming soon. Um, yeah, I'm grateful to be here, man, with the God. Cause as I always say, when the gods come together, God mm-hmm. is in the building. Yeah, that's facts, man. Yo, mm-hmm. my creatives, you heard what this man said, follow this podcast, know thy shelf. This is Walter. That was in the building, man. You know, what's up. You know what this is. Another edition, another episode of cuts, you know, what cuts stand for culture, urban technology and sports. You know, what's up. I pound that chest. You know what I'm going to say? Come on, man.